Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey. And I'm Alex. We've done all the books. And now we're diving into the TV show. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army. So, I feel like in every single podcast and YouTube video that I watch that has mm-hmm. like a sponsorship within the context of the thing, not like mm-hmm. not like here's a pre-existing ad that you're just going to run sometime during your video, it's like the person you're watching or the person you're listening to is like freestyle presenting this this product to you. And I feel like it's all the same five things. Oh, can I guess? This is a fun game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Whew. Um, okay. What tier of popularity are we talking about? Like mid-level? Uh, sure. Okay. Madison Reed. I don't know what that is. Hair color. Okay. Maybe this is skewing more podcasts. Okay. Dial it back. Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Warby Parker. Although they don't, they haven't been doing as much lately. I've seen, I don't know if it's Warby Parker, but I've seen some glasses stuff. Okay. Well, Warby Parker started it, so I'm just going to broadly say. Warby Parker and related glasses things. Yeah. I remember when Away Luggage was big, but they, because pandemic, have not. (laughs) Oh, no. Now they're gone. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) They're dead. They're dead. (laughs) Well, what are are they going to be like? Our suitcases will charge your phone while you're staying at home? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, what are they going to say? Oh, uh, um, they'll, hopefully they'll, they'll bounce back in, in quadruple when pandemic is over. <laughs> I, I hope so. Yeah. Um, those hair and nail gummies. Ew, what? Like collagen? Uh, is it collagen? I, uh, I don't really know. Um, okay. They're just supposed to make your hair shiny and nails shiny okay. when you eat them. That sounds like collagen. Sure. Okay. I don't. I don't even remember the brand name. Okay. I just know that people are going nuts about it. Okay. Uh, purple mattress or Casper or oh, mm-hmm. mattress. Purple pillow and yeah and yeah, yeah definitely Casper for sure. Definitely Casper. I don't. I've lost count of how many things. <laughs> <I've said. laughs> That is a number. I didn't know we audible, were keeping track. Audible for sure. Super audible. Oh my god. Super everywhere. audible. Fuck. Yeah, well, especially if you're watching BookTube. Of course, Audible is going like, to corner that whole market. I actually haven't seen a lot of Audible. I've seen a lot of Libby, but I don't know if that's sponsored. I think people just like Libby. Um, hmm. Weird. Yeah, it's really weird. But Stitch Fix. Sorry. No, Blue no, no. Apron. Stitch Fix. Blue Apron. Um... There's some other... HelloFresh is really big Hello right Fresh, now as well. yes, of course. But, like, also there's... Like, the thing that made me think of this whole thing was there's mm-hmm. a new deodorant brand out called Native. Yes, and they're, like... Yeah. They're the ones that are, like, just because it's natural doesn't mean blah, 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 blah. We yeah. have just done a, <laughs> an ad for every <laughs> top sponsor, oh and we're getting no money. Oh, my God. We're just talking about ads at this point. 
Oh. It seemed like a fun game. I thought it, I was no, going to No, it is. Yeah, it. for sure. <laughs> I really thought oh. I was going to nail these five right off the bat. Oh, also, also. Mm-hmm. Squarespace. Of course. And Skillshare. <laughs> See, Skillshare, I haven't heard yet. Okay, Skillshare's on a lot of um, YouTube, but not BookTube. It's on, like... Like somebody, like we watch an art restoration guy, and he advertises it a lot. And then this 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 electrical guy, he's an electrical engineer, and he kind of like teaches you about like electrical properties. But he also yeah. just shocks himself like a lot, <laughs> and he does like really dangerous shit in his garage. You might like it actually. Maybe I'll send it to you. It's like that sounds like exactly something I would. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send him to you. It's like jackass for electrical engineers. It's really entertaining. Like, sometimes he goes into, like, like lectures about, like, how electrons work and all this stuff. And I just kind of turn to mm-hmm. Matt and I'm like, are you following this? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, good, because I'm not. I'm just here to see him shock the shit out of himself. <laughs> I'm honest in what I'm here to see. And the content <laughs> I'm here to see is violence. <laughs> It's, it's that, and it's watching Matt watch him do this shit, and Matt just being like, oh my god, he's gonna fucking die. What the fuck is he doing? That's so dangerous. <laughs> and he might die. Uh, like, he almost died at one point. He, like, almost, like, really electrocuted himself badly. Um, so, <laughs> he's going to die on camera one of these days, I'm pretty sure. I just, like, can't imagine wanting that. Like, as as someone who's been electrocuted, more than my fair share of times it's not pleasant at any point it's not so like why do you keep doing it yeah and like sometimes like i think most of the time he does it on purpose like he knows he's about to get shocked but he does it anyway and he always shrieks and swears and i think he does it because that's his shtick is that he just gets shocked all right i don't know but some of the stuff he builds is really cool like Tesla coils and shit. That would be awesome. Anyway, this is a this is an ad for Electroboom on YouTube, so go watch that. This is just ads on ads on ads on ads. <laughs> and this ad is like it. Yeah. Oh my god though. We're kind of doing an axe though. If you think about it. <laughs> We're kind of doing these messages. Oh, this is these messages. It is. Oh my god. Was now I have to ask, was this your favorite episode of the TV show? <sighs> Honestly, it's up there. I this episode was the balm that I needed from the sting that I received from the last three episodes. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, thank God, this we're back to what I'm like familiar with and comfortable with like like mediocre shit but really funny mediocre shit like we're back and i'm very excited about it yeah i found myself like halfway through the episode just going through like in my head i was i was putting together all the bricks of my thesis of why this was a much more successful episode than the last three. Oh my god it's so true yeah. yeah. It was just... I mean, even the last many, many episodes, I was just going through this whole thing of, like, all the reasons why this is the format that they should stick to. Yeah. Okay, tell me your thesis, because, yeah. I want to break oh, this down. Oh, well, okay. 
So my whole thesis of this was the fact that they... It's kind of a multi-tiered thing. But basically, like, just starting from the bottom of, like, budgeting, Mm -hmm. they had very few special effects in this one. In fact, I can only remember two off the top of my head, and one was Rachel morphing into the monkey, mm-hmm. and the other was Eric showing off his uh, form, which, by the way, they never you never get a clear look at it, which I think was a great choice because it was uh, god-awful. Yeah, yeah. So oh it was a very unclear look at his android form. Great choice. <laughs> yes, yes. I like how he, um, I like how later he had to be like, "Oh, this is what my form looks like. You just saw it, but I'm going to tell you, it looks like a metal wolf on two legs." Like exactly thanks. because <laughs> like because you couldn't see it clearly, and good because like what we could see was not good. I don't even know what the fuck it was like. The dog Terminator. Kind of yeah. It was almost like an like an ant helmet though. Yeah. For, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, like, I think it had teeth. I see. I couldn't really tell. I think it had big, like, wolf teeth, but, like, the head looked like an ant shape and the body was kind of confusing. But again, like, you couldn't, you never got a clear look at it. So it could be anything. Yeah. I had to rewind a bunch of times to, like, catch a glimpse of it. But yeah, it was really hard to tell. Yeah. Which a great, yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah. great choice. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and then also for animals, they brought in two dogs, and then they had the monkey for a short term. But no hawk, no... They had the tiger, though. Well, the tiger was totally CG. Like, that was definitely, like, just a replay of a clip they yeah. shot earlier. Yeah, and, that's like, true. And, like, CG'd in. Yeah, on a green So, like, that... There. I think that was totally reused footage. I don't think they okay. shot that specific for this episode. That's fair. I think it was the exact same clip we saw in the Andalite fight episode with uh where they were arm fighting yeah um i think that it was that exact footage (laughs) okay okay um so yeah like which again smart use of the budget like yeah Yeah. we could tell it was cg but like that's that was all we needed right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like we're good um yeah the script writing was not anything to uh, write home about but it was like cheesy campy lines and then they would just like play into it and like they had so many shots in this episode that backed up the cheesy lines like literally and like music cues that were really on for like a kid's funny show yeah (laughs) so like the first sequence is marco's like you think it's gonna be a serious one because he's running through the woods and then like he falls and then you get like a super campy horror shot of his face where they zoom in and he literally goes oh and puts his arms up like yeah. he's protecting his face but like in a campy way and then it turns around you see a dinosaur and then it like cuts to him waking up <laughs> like the whole thing was like so cheesy and then like literally there's a horse face like a horse nose right in his face and it literally just goes <laughs> but yeah like the fuck there's like a trombone noise with the horse nose and i was like that's fucking brilliant right it was like they just we're like, listen, we're a campy ass kids show. Oh my Lean God. into it. Honestly. <laughs> okay, yeah. I wanna I wanna come back to the dinosaur, but like honestly, like, you're right. This is they should have just like taken the premise of Animorphs, but just like went the complete opposite direction and really went for the like this is like the slice of life version of Animorphs. This is the low stakes mm-hmm. version of Animorphs, and not try to do both that and the serious parts of it, because the serious parts of it just fail. 
with it, like, mostly with the budget, because, like, they just can't afford to do all this, like, really intense shit, and they can't even afford to, like, light a stage properly at this point, but, like, they just can't <laughs> pull it off. So they, you're right, they should have just leaned into the whole, like, we're just high school kids who occasionally turn into animals for goofy shenanigans, like. And, like, I don't have a, I wouldn't have had a problem if later in the series, like, once it's been very much established, they started introducing some darker concepts. Yeah. But, like, they were just kneecapped by the fact that this was a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. And so... This is the version they produced for Nickelodeon. This is where they should have played because mm-hmm. they can't do the gritty shit. No. And like they're not good at writing it either. So Yeah. Like the dialogue was no better in this episode than the other episode, but it was just like dialogue like that interspersed with like acts doing lines from TV. And so it was like <laughs> you're immediately like, "Oh fuck the dialogue. This is what I'm here for. This is great." Like Yeah. There's just they wrote it better. They leaned into what they were allowed to do within the confines of Nickelodeon. They added in one of the Animorphs plots. So technically it, it is an Animorphs book-ish yeah. or based on a book. Yeah. Uh, they used the budget properly instead of abusing it. They, for whatever reason, Christopher wasn't there, but otherwise they made great use of the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. Like, I, they just did great. And the whole thing, like mice, it's, they spent $10 on those two white mice, yeah. and they got fucking eight minutes of footage out of that. Dude, those mice were so good. They were the best. They were, they were like, trained, man. Those are amazing mice. It was Pinky and they, the Brain up in there. They were sentient mice. Was. They were so good. I mean, it was just, it was so good. But, like, all the animals that they, I think, actually spent money on in this episode, other than the monkey, were just, like, you could tell. Those were, like... They're not spending much money on this at all. But it made for a great show because, like, now that I'm thinking back of it on it, there was, like, six or seven different morphs, which is way more than usual, uh-huh. and yet they probably spent less. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This was just such a good... <laughs> and, uh, just Paulo. Like, the whole show oh could God. have been just Paulo doing bits. Like, the Paulo bits and, like, letting him fucking do bits was the best decision. Oh, my God, they get so much mileage out of Paolo. Like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my God. I didn't even realize that Christopher, 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 Christopher wasn't there until like oh. literally 20 minutes in. Yeah, me too. It was like the time they were at Siberia and Eric was like running through what the, the yes. controllers were going to do. And I was then like everyone was there and I was like, where's Christopher? Yeah, like, and that was, like, the first time I even realized he was God yes. because I was so, like, invested in Paolo and his bits. Yes, absolutely. I feel the exact same way. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, my God. And I don't, like, I have no idea if Gap is still styling them, but the biggest problem I had with this episode was just that Cassie had on a skirt when she was working in the rehab clinic. Oh, yeah. That's very And that true. that was my biggest issue, so it was, like... <laughs> Who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> uh, I, I was still like sort of upset at some of the dialogue because like all they needed to do was just tweak it a little bit. I didn't. I didn't I even know. care because all like literally, if you ask me right now to say dialogue from this episode, all I can think of is Paulo going, "Increase the surface area, <laughs> genius." <laughs> 
and we'll be right back with the Animorphs doing this other thing. Like every and it's the bottom of the ninth, oh and my now God. the bases are loaded, and the Animorphs are up to bat. Like so, like the first thing out of his mouth is like him doing a really deep, like serenity yoga voice, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I have what? to connect the mind and body. I was so taken aback. I didn't know he was doing a bit at that point, so I was just like, "Why is his voice so right?" Deep? Right. But then he like went back to his normal voice, and I'm like, "Oh, I get it." And then it, he, oh he's so good at voices. Like every single one of his voice was so good. It was amazing. And, like, the fact that I don't know whose genius idea it was to say to Boris, like, do not play into his bit at all. But, like, (laughs) that was fucking genius because, like, between the two of them, it's like Paolo's doing a bit and yet the rest of the cast is still in the Animorphs TV show TM. Like, and it just made this, like, amazing disparity that, like, played so well. Oh my god, it was so good. Oh, it was. Oh my god, and then the best joke, it was at the end. Should I ruin it now or should I wait? I yeah, whatever. We have no okay. we have no structure for this episode. It's fine. Okay, great. So my favorite favorite joke in this entire show was one that Scott didn't even catch. And it was at the very end when he comes in and announces that, like, he won't be watching the TV anymore because, I guess, because his bits were too out of control. (laughs) And he throws his TV in the garbage. And then he just, like, reaches above Eric. And he's, like, whispering. So if you aren't listening, you don't catch it. But he goes, like, ah, yes, hello, my small friend. How I have missed you. And they just, like, kind of pan up to him. And he's just holding a, like, grooming brush. Yeah! So, like... (laughs) Okay, that fucked me up so bad. So the first time this happened, I didn't quite hear what he said. So I was like, okay, I heard a goat outside. Is he like talking to the goat and he grabbed the brush so he can go groom the goat and spend time with it? But then the second time I watched it, I was like, he's talking to the brush, I think. Yes, and I think it's to groom himself. What the fuck? Which like... Makes it even better because at no point in this episode was he ever an Andalite. So, like, it's an actual joke that you have oh to, like, pause and be like, wait a minute. Oh, no. I didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he's just going to warp into his Andalite and then just, like, brush himself. <laughs> yes. That. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, let me list for you the things that Paulo did in this episode. Oh my god. Paulo Paulo opens by doing yoga. Mm-hmm. Then he builds a or buys rather a TV satellite dish portable one that he can hook into his tiny TV and speaks only in announcer voices the entire interaction with the rest of the team. Fuck yeah. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> and he does he does a cooking show bit, which I adored. He makes with... chili. He makes chili. And he's wearing the hat and the apron. He's, like it was a literal like goof costume change. Oh my God. And then he, it, it's a bit within a bit because he's doing the bit of making... <laughs> 
comes on and is like more at five and then it's like five oh no i'm gonna be late for my friends which by the way are relying on him to outrun the controllers in a very serious mission where they could be killed and axe is doing a cooking show to time bit oh my god <laughs> i loved it and then he does the brush bit it's just like it's so good oh he's perfect i like oh my god i just <laughs> I can't begin to describe to you how (laughs) relieved I was to watch this episode after last week. Oh oh my god. And, oh my god. I just, I love him so much. I love him too. He's the best. Oh my god. He was just so good. So, oh my god! And then I totally forgot about the whole movie bet between the girls and the boys. Which I love. There were so many good, like, teen team bonding moments. I loved it. Oh my god. The movie is a point of contention for me because there's. <laughs> okay, let me. Fuck it. Okay, so here's why I'm mad about the movie. Okay. Is that they can't. They could not keep track of when this movie opened or what this movie was called. Because the couple of times that they mentioned it in the beginning of this episode, it was called, like, Conquest Galaxy. And then in the very last scene, they get an ad for it on the TV, and it's called Space Conquest. (laughs) And I'm like, you couldn't even get the fucking title straight? Are you kidding me? And it's written, too. So what was the written title on the, the movie card? It was Galaxy Conquest. Or Conquest Galaxy. Even I can't keep it straight. Cause yeah, it's it's nonsense. It's so nonsense. And then and then it was like, the first time Marco hears about it, he's like, oh, it's, it's, open, it's open right now. Tickets are on sale right now. Go get them. And then they go there and they're sold out, but they sneak into the movie anyway as mice. And then at the very end... At a later date, they're like, it opens tonight. And I'm like, it's already open, though. Maybe it was like a Thursday to Friday deal. And it was like the midnight show during the day. I versus... <laughs> well, I... So Scott got mad at that for another reason. And he started like as soon as the episode ended and they all like ran out of the barn to, uh, I guess, go see the movie. He was like enraged. He's like what are they going to do? Sit there as mice for like two hours and watch it? Like there's no seats left. It's sold out. (laughs) They're not going to be able to sit anywhere. And I'm like, I don't know. And then he's like, why are they morphing mice the whole way into the theater? It's not like anybody was at the door to the theater taking their tickets once they got in there. They could have just morphed and then walked into the theater. Like he was losing his shit over this. (laughs) It was so good. It was wonderful. It was so good. Oh man! I just <laughs> should we should we do like a sixty second summary for anybody who's super confused? I yeah sure okay. So okay, I first we have to talk about this dinosaur first because that's like the first thing okay, we see. Yeah, sorry. Marco's having a fucking dream where he's being chased by some velociraptor Deinonychus situation. It's and definitely like, a spinosaurus. Spinosaurus, whatever. <laughs> what the fuck is up with this dinosaur? <laughs> It's such a shitty prop. I like the only thing I can think of is that someone on the production crew was like, 
hey, my friend just finished shooting this thing with a dinosaur. He's letting us borrow the dinosaur. How can we work this into the episode? Like, that's Absolutely. the only fucking reason I can think of. That was exactly what happened. <laughs> like, legitimately, that was the only reason the dinosaur was in there. It had to have been, like, and I thought, because, like, Marco's running from this thing that we can't see, and the hork uh, sound effect is playing over. So I thought they were yeah. going to bring the hork back, but no, it's a fucking dinosaur. And, like, I don't know if it was supposed to be a hork but then they were like, ah, you know, the costume sucks. Let's use this goddamn dinosaur we have. Like, I, I don't know, but I loved it. And I was like, thank God they made it, like, some shitty dinosaur as opposed to, like, he's running. Like, I don't know. There was just something about it that set up the, the opening so perfectly for me because it's like. It was just like they're not running from aliens or any actual threat that they're having. It's just this like crazy thing where it's yeah. a dinosaur. He wakes up to a horse nose and then trombone noise. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like this is so fucking campy and I loved it. Oh my god. <laughs> I That shot of that horse nose was so good. I it was it. so like perfectly goofy. It was just... Oh. Uh. And, like, they clearly only had the horse on set for, like, 15 minutes and shot all of those scenes yeah. one right after the other. After the, They just kept tying him to various walls yeah. and shooting a scene in front of him. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, what a good horse. He was a great horse. Is that how you feel all the time, to just have a horse face in your face? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. That's <laughs> all it is. You know. That's all it is. You just you just get a horse nose in your nose and yep yep. yep. I like how uh, it was such a good horse. It was just so well behaved the whole time, and yeah. I like how Marco reached up to pet it. it was, yeah, it so nice. I liked every time they pet the horse yeah. because the horse is like, I don't give a shit. I'm just here. I'm just here to hang. Working for oats. <laughs> I bet that horse would be concerned if you pretended to die in front of it. No, he would not. He would just stare straight ahead, pretending nothing was happening. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yep. That was a crazy opening, and I kind of loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, I just, I was so pumped when it happened. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, okay, so super quick recap of the episode. Marco does that. Axe is doing yoga. Marco's like, oh, Conquest Galaxy. He and Jake try to go to it. They can't get in. Tickets are sold out. They turn into mice. They run into the theater. They get accosted by one of my favorite extras of all time. Um, And Marco gets thrown in the trash again. They see the dog. Dog almost gets hit by a car. Eric runs up, crashes the car. They go to the Siberia and talk to the girls. The girls don't believe them. And then they go back to... Wait, what happened? Oh, yeah. Marco and Jake turn into dogs. They go yeah. to the park. They find Eric. They're like, he doesn't smell like a human. They go back to the barn. The girls still don't believe them. Eric turns up, reveals all of his chi secrets, and then takes the girls to the warehouse. And the Yurks have stolen the cloaking technology that Eric uses. Yeah. 
the the pemelite crystal right was what they but they called it the chi holographic crystal right because the pemelites don't exist it's just the chi i guess and they didn't have enough time to explain (laughs) the whole thing they were like it's the chi because no one knows what pemelites are yet we can't recap it right we need paulo to do a chili bay So I accepted this immediately. I was like, you're right. We could not have cut anything else from this episode. It's true. Maximum Apollo. <laughs> yep. Oh. oh, fuck. Also, why didn't they just grab it at that point? I don't know. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody was looking. Everybody's backs were turned. They're all just sitting there, you know. We just established that Eric can make holographic fields. They could have all just walked up to it and then taken it. Like Rachel could have taken it in her human hands and they could have walked out. I wanted to know why they didn't bring the boys along and also why Cassie brought her jacket (laughs) to that particular recon mission. (laughs) There was so much jacket nonsense (laughs) throughout this episode. There's so many characters like (laughs) stopping to grab their jackets while they're running out of the barn and shit. Like even Axe does it later. (laughs) And like Marco does it at the end. But like Marco's like taking his jacket off, putting it on, getting in the garbage, taking it off in the garbage, putting it on in the cafe. Marco also had another loose shirt on over another shirt. So there's like jacket in hand, sniffing second shirt, third shirt underneath. Like, there is so much jacket nonsense. They had to hide all of his buff. They were like, everybody, look at all the jackets we have. We have 30 jackets. Look at how well the Gap furnishes us on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) The Gap just, like, just, like, ordered too many jackets, and they're like, well, I guess we gotta use all of these. What if they were like... Jacket season's coming, and we need you guys to make it very apparent that the Gap is selling jackets. Like, make the jackets the focus. Honestly, I would not be surprised. I would not have been surprised at all with how much jacket nonsense happens. Oh my god. (laughs) Taking his jacket off, handing it to someone else, that person handing it back to them. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of jacket play. Oh my- jacket play. (laughs) Oh my god. What happens after that? I think they go back to Siberia and they talk about the plan and then... Yes. Yeah. Um, Axe does another Eric... voice. Yeah, Axe does another voice. They're at Siberia. Um, Eric lays down the plan. I need Axe to help me. You guys are going to go get the crystal. Yeah. I think at that point they cut back to getting the crystal where it's Jake and Eric and Rachel. Yeah. It's Rachel morphs into the capuchin monkey. Capuchin. Somehow. Yeah, and then, and then Eric completely negates the need for her to turn into a monkey by pretending to be a trash can and luring everyone out of the room so she could just like walk over and grab the crystal <laughs> whatever right but oh it's, but at that point so eric like lures them into the room shuts the door and like he throws like a latch on and then puts rebar through it and bends it whatever they use for that practical effect was amazing. I agree. Like, that's the best effect they've had. It is. And the foley that went along with it was also very good. Yes. I don't know what, like, it was just great. I think it was just Ugh. like a fake rebar, but it looked really good. It looked amazing. Yeah. God. They did so good. And, I, like, I honestly, like, almost paused it because I was like, 
this effect is too good. Like, I gotta, I gotta appreciate this. <laughs> I have to marvel at this one good thing they I did. Mar- I know. And I was, like, going through, I'm like, because that's not just, like, a wire in a foam tube. That would, like, you would see where, like, the foam had crinkled. But, like, it actually, like, yeah. looked like metal. Like, I it lost did. my shit, like, over what this could be. Yeah, like, it almost had me fooled for a minute. Like, when the kid playing Eric is just, like, folding it, like, very, you know, expertly. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, wait, how's he doing that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh, oh, what a good job, Animorphs TV show. I know. It's like the first realistic <laughs> thing they've fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it was so, so good. Maybe. Oh, that and lifting Marco up by his shirt, too. That was, yeah. The, like, like the, the, angle that they chose to film that was genius yeah and the fact that they kept cutting back to his feet Uh just like vaguely kicking in the air oh that was another great effect they really nailed that what happened (laughs) like why why are these episodes so inconsistent (laughs) i don't know i'm just (laughs) perpetually shocked whenever they do something good i'm like do you know what you're doing Like, did you get some extra money this week and you were able to, like, hire somebody who knows how to do film good? What? Well, I don't know, but they, like, the one... I mean, I could say so many things, but the one thing that I think brought them down a little bit was they still didn't have a good sound guy. Like, they played... They had three tracks this week that Mm -hmm. they played over the entirety of the episode. Like. I can tell you right now, the Siberia theme song is just like that. Dun, 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 And like, because it played for 15 fucking minutes of this episode. And it was too loud. Like, it was just like enough that it was kind of hard to hear the actor. It wasn't terrible, but it was noticeable. Yeah. And that was like the only detriment. And then Scott said something like, this is like just 90s TV music. Like, I'm pretty sure this was in 90s video games, too. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. It is just 90s show music. It, it was probably like royalty free, just stock music. Oh, for sure. For sure it was. The only music that I really noticed and absolutely hated was when Marco and Jake were dogs and they were in the park. I don't. It was just. It was so unremarkable, but I noticed it and how unremarkable it was so it doesn't really make sense <laughs> like how much restraint though did it take from them buying the track that was like bow wow wow <laughs> like how much fucking restraint did it take them to not buy that track <laughs> oh oh sis another thing about the sound especially when they were in siberia is that i could hear what some of the extras were saying yeah, which was fucking weird because it was like not at all to do with the plot. <laughs> yeah, but this one lady was like yelling at someone. <laughs> they were, she was having like a like you're not supposed to be able to distinguish conversation. You're just supposed to hear this like drone of like people talking but not really saying anything. But I heard every word she said. <laughs> and I believe classically it's usually dubbed in later. Yeah, <laughs> like, they don't try to do that in the yeah, moment. Yeah, don't do it on the soundstage. Whatever. Fine. What it was fine though. I really enjoyed it. Like even that shit, yeah. it was still like it was small enough that I I didn't care. I just kind of noticed it. Yeah, yeah. Like any any gripes I had this week were just 
not they're not nearly as rage induced as it has been. <laughs> no. No. Oh god. Also, in this episode, uh I think we're at the part where they ended up recovering the crystal, they get out of there. They run into the woods, the controllers chase them. Axe does his chef bit. Yeah. Which was the best. And then ends up meeting them there with the backpack that does the hologram. Uh-huh. They get back to the barn after that, and they're having a recap, and we find out that this time, they buried the Pemelite crystal instead of throwing it ten feet into the ocean. <laughs> instead of giving it a dog. You're right. A dog. <laughs> right, who ran waist deep into the surf and dropped it ten yes. feet from where anybody could go grab it. <laughs> I don't know that burying it is any better. I just, it was made, they they noted that it was now buried and Eric was yeah. just relieved that it was. Yeah. Which I'm assuming was the writers writing in, we're relieved we don't have to try and do the squid book. We oh my God. We don't have the budget. <laughs> we cannot possibly get a squid There's book. no feasible way to make this happen. Oh my God. <laughs> oh chef acts though oh my god oh my god i was so frightened when he was chopping that cucumber though what okay <laughs> who who made the genius decision though to give him a giant butcher's knife that should i don't never be used for chopping cucumbers. i know he had like this big fucking cleaver and he was raising it like a foot in the air and slamming it down haphazardly onto this cucumber i'm like baby you're gonna cut your hand off stop it i mean you can morph out of it but still stop <laughs> it was literally like they're like do the scene from the little mermaid where the chef is trying to smash <laughs> sebastian <laughs> And he was like, got it. I know exactly what she wants. (laughs) And then, and then when he realizes he's late and he like throws all his shit down, takes off his hat and runs out of there, he left the burner on. And I was like, accidentally, you're going to burn the barn down. That's what Scott said. He was like, no. And then I was like, it'll be fine. And Scott's like, the horse is going to die. Are you okay with that? Black Beauty barn burning shit. It's all Axe's fault. That's next episode is there's the whole scene of like some random person tying a like scarf around the horse's eyes and like, come on, Beauty. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The hat. The hat, the fucking apron, the meat cleaver to cut every single vegetable. I mean, and the vegetables he had were nonsense. For yeah, it was like broccoli and shit. <laughs> broccoli, cucumber, bell pepper. Peppers, I mean, I'm not yeah. one to talk after the shit I've posted about eating, but like, there, this was <laughs> this was some bullshit. What What was he making? Like soup or chili or something? Scott said chili. I think it was some kind of like stew, but with no yeah. meat, maybe. Uh huh. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but like vegetables that wouldn't normally go together. Like he wouldn't. Well, put like cucumber... cucumber doesn't go in a hot stew or soup. Even not, I know that. Not even does broccoli really, unless you're making broccoli soup. Yeah, like definitely doesn't go cheddar. in chili. Doesn't go in chili. <laughs> Oh... <laughs>
what else were they going to have him cut with the cleaver that he could do several comical, like... (laughs) (laughs) Got, like, a lamb shank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That would be too graphic for the children. Oh, my God. And he would, like, not practice good hygiene, and he would, like, touch the raw lamb meat and, like, rub his face or something. Meat is off the table. He already tried to eat Tobias's mouse. There's no way he didn't try raw lamb if he had it. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Axe. It was so delightful, though. And it looked really good. Like, whatever it was, looks looks delicious. Oh, and I just, I love that he was playing with mouth sounds the whole time. (laughs) Five, 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 five. Five. Oh, no. (laughs) My friends, I completely abandoned them on their very serious mission where they could literally die to make my soup. (laughs) (laughs) They won't get to taste my delicious soup if they die. (laughs) That's the only reason I'm going to save them. (laughs) He's the best. He's just the best. Man, he was... And, like, (sighs) let's just go over his impressions now, too, because they were all so good. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay, so first he does the yoga instructor, I guess. The body and mind come together into one And, like, I loved that he went from, like, a classic yoga pose to when Marco was attacking him. He pulled his hands inward and, like, curled in on himself in yoga pose so that his <laughs> hands were, like, at a super awkward place while, like, Marco was <laughs> interrogating him. <laughs> I just loved that detail. And oh. where is he getting his yoga outfit? Like, who gave that to him? <laughs> He was wearing, like, this blue, like, full-body leotard thing. And I'm like, what? With, like, short shorts over top of him. Yeah. <laughs> and a headband. And a turtleneck underneath. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was so good. So beautiful and great. Oh. Can you please... Please draw that in your style for the sticker for the workout challenge this yes! time. <gasps> yes! Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so excited now. <laughs> I'm so excited now. <laughs> and I remember the first time I was watching this episode, I I just... He's so skinny. Like, normally he wears, like, really baggy, like, t-shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is, like, a stick in this, like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I... You know what? I ended up noticing a lot of their their body shapes more just because of how many jackets they had on. Like, Nadia was wearing, like, three jackets at one point, And I'm like, what is happening to her? <laughs> like, there's so many... She literally, she had on three jackets and this giant 90s, like, beige denim skirt. Like, I forget what that's called. But it's like the denim fabric, but beige all the way down to the ankles. Uh, Very 90s. (laughs) Very. So. Three goddamn jackets. Yeah. I, I get really annoyed, actually. If I'm watching a show that takes place in a warm climate and the characters are dressed for, like, autumn or winter, I'm like, what the fuck? 
why are you doing this? Why are you dressing them this way? It's 90 degrees out. I get so mad. And then, like, I know that being on a stage and being under lights is also very warm. And I'm like... They don't have to worry about that. There's no good lighting in this episode. Yeah. But I'm just... Like, it, it didn't bother me here. I know they're in Canada. It's fine. But, like, generally, if I see, like, oh, we're in, like southern california and we're wearing like a coat i'm like yeah. no it never gets that cold <laughs> uh, anyway, that's another movie gripe i have also eric's outfit what what, what was eric's whole deal overall top to bottom just what was up with eric i don't know he was wearing like a like a baggy nylon t-shirt and then like a long sleeve underneath and like like workout <laughs> pants or something i remember like like gym pant shorts it remind. do you remember those like basketball pants that like like buttoned up the side so you could just like rip them i off? have a pair in the back of my car right now oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it made me think of like like those yes. black ones with the white stripe down the side. I have a pair in the back of my oh car. My God. I am ready for the I've had them since the nineties and I was always like well, there I you wanted go. these pants so bad and I bought them when I was a kid and they were so fucking long and like <laughs> I couldn't wear them. But then like I put them on like somewhat recently and they fit and I was like, oh fuck yeah, it is my time to shine. <laughs> Um, but also, we did get banned from wearing them in my school because mm. what used to happen was when the boys would wear them, Ugh. other boys would go up and, like, you know, when you'd quick pull it and it would yeah. go all the way down the sides. And if they were yeah. wearing underwear underneath, you know, you you know where this is going. Stop doing that. Well, I mean, it's been 25 I... years. I'm sure they've stopped doing that. <laughs> I mean, I did think you were going to say that if girls wore them, the boys would come and, like, rip them off or something. But, like, also doing it to boys is also, like, really shitty, so don't do that. But, yeah. Like... Don't do not do that to anyone. But, like, I think I was yeah. probably the only girl that, like, wanted a pair desperately in my, gotcha. in my microcosm of people there. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. So that's Good Eric's outfit. Yeah, but then he also has, like... He frosted his tips at one point, but oh. then <laughs> let it grow out a lot. <laughs> I like, like, my brain couldn't fathom his hair. I was just, like, trying to stare at his face the whole time, and I just, I knew something was going on up there, but I, like, didn't know <laughs> how like, to, like, I can't, I can't visually process it. it. Yeah. But you're right. He had, like, this curly hair that, like, hung down and frosted tips, like... Jesus. Frosted tips like three inches of growth ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of that like burnt sort of orange when you try to do it to like dark hair. It was uh-huh. just so you much. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Did you know though, speaking of hair, mm-hmm. did you see the most recent season of Umbrella Academy? The second one? Yeah. When they're in the, the 60s? Yeah. People who haven't seen that, spoilers for Umbrella Academy coming up. Um, 
I lo- I looked at the guy playing Eric up online, and I wrote down his name somewhere, and I can't find it. Um, but he was one of the Swedish assassins on what? the Academy. Yeah. What? Yeah. I think he's the one that <gasps> dies really early, but he's one of them. Yeah. I I have to look this up right now. <laughs> Let me oh see if God. I can find his name. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Googling stuff. Turn Casey and it Alex. off. <laughs> Busy. <laughs> Where the fuck did I? His name's like Dov or something. Yeah, Dov Tiefenbach. Okay, got yeah. him. Dov Tiefenbach. Wow, he, is that how it's pronounced? He grew into that nose. Yes. Yeah, he looks really different now. <laughs> he does. That was probably a really shitty thing to say. I'm sorry. He was in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Was he? Oh, he was. Oh dear. He was in was, Tommy was he, Boy. Was he also in Zombie Strippers? <laughs> Not that I've seen yet, but it might be coming up. He was in Tommy Boy. That's a that's a Chris Farley David Spade movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here's the Umbrella Academy. Again, I think he's the one that that dies early. Like mm-hmm. like really early on, but still, I, I kind of want to rewatch Umbrella Academy now so I can see him. Yeah, I do too. He's like one of our boys now. He's one of our children. We have to protect him. Even though he's a grown person now. <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> I know, like, sometimes when I go and look up the actors and I see that they're still acting, I'm like, oh, good for you. Yeah. Animorphs wasn't like your experiment into acting and you were like, fuck this, I hate it. That's really encouraging. (laughs) Yeah, that is really encouraging. Anyway, that's what I know about about him. That's awesome. I'm I'm really proud. I don't know. I shouldn't feel like this, but like I feel like (laughs) I feel like it's just like one of our kids that did good, and I'm like, great. I'm really really happy for him. It's just yeah, and I I really do worry about child actors. Yeah. So I think like there's an element of that for me. Is that like, yeah? I just want. I think that's why I love okay. Maya Bialik so much. Who? What? My Who? Maya Bialik, um, because she was uh, she was a child actor on the show that will come to my mind in a second. People are screaming at me. I can feel the voices <laughs> of people listening to the scream. Blossom. She was on Blossom. Okay. <sighs> a show I Blossom. never watched. Yeah, <laughs> me either. But then she was on The Big Bang Theory. She was Sheldon's girlfriend on there. Um, but she is like an actual like I believe she's actually a neuroscientist. Like she has a PhD Ooh. and like she can do all sorts of like crazy math and shit. She's she's awesome. Like super well educated, super intelligent, and also a great actress. Nice. And I feel like saying she was on the Big Bang Theory is like mean, but she's uh she's great. I really like her. And she was a child actor, but she like excelled through all of the programs, so she ended up doing really well. Good. I don't know. I'm just really happy for her that she became a neuroscientist <laughs> or whatever. I could be saying the entirely wrong thing, but I feel like it actually is neuroscience. I feel like I'm right on this one. She's a smart brain person. Yeah, this is also Unlike the same me. feeling I have in trivia every week before I bomb all of our answers oh, no. by telling you guys the wrong thing. No! I don't know. The only time I've ever been right 
and especially when people have argued with me and been right, has been in some of the music rounds because I can listen to two songs at once and sort them out in my head. That's amazing. I wish I could do that. Well, that's the only thing I can do. I don't retain any other knowledge. So <laughs> careful what you wish for. <laughs> then they'll be like, where is this country? And I'll be like, I didn't know that was a country. But if you need me to listen to Umbrella and Weird Al Yankovic in one song and tell you which is which, I can do that. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, Anyways. that was a very long trail. I'm so happy for Eric, though. Yay. Good job. <laughs> Normally I hate you, but I'm really glad you're here. <laughs> I think I only dunked on Eric once in this episode in my notes, and that's when he um, was was trying to distract the controllers, and it was revealed that he turned into the trash can, and I'm like, just like the <laughs> trash you are, Eric. <laughs> that's uh, true, though. Yeah. Like, in the normal series. But in this one, he yeah, was a yeah. savior. He was. And he saved that dog. <laughs> he did save the dog. I entirely forgot about that scene, too. Oh, really? Until you were you were doing the 60-second recap, and you uh, reminded me of it. I totally forgot that happened, because I was so distracted by, like, the mice running through the theater and oh my getting God. dumped in the dumpster. Okay, can we go back to the mice for a second, though? Yeah, because yeah. The one scene... Uh, apart from Axe, all of Axe's stuff, the one yeah. scene that had me screaming with mirth was that shot of the plate spinning around. Oh my the god! The plate of notch. Whoa! Like, that was the most unnecessary two seconds of footage, and I fucking loved it. It was the best! It was like, they spent so much time on that effect for no reason. It was so good. I loved it so much. I loved that so much. I like threw my head back and was just like cackling. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I was screaming. It was so oh. funny. That was like one of those moments where it's like, it's so capable. Like, it's literally the classic the girl looks down, sees the mice, and like does a horror movie scream, like an actual like Willem scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, then the, to that effect. And it's just so campy and terrible. And I loved it so much because of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that whole, like, scene from start to finish, like, you see the girl's face. And then there's a voiceover of Marco being like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And then it cuts to the mice on the nachos. So you've already faked us out. The nachos look fucking disgusting. Absolutely. Like, the shit had congealed on it. Hours ago. Yeah, the cheese has hardened and cracked and the mice are not even eating it. They're just like crawling on it because they're like, we don't want this shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just because you only paid $5 a mouse doesn't mean that I'm going to fucking eat your shit nachos. <laughs> oh, so true. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. It was so good. It was amazing. It was just so good. I was a little bit concerned, though, because after the spinning uh, nacho disc, there's a shot of, like, the chips on the ground, and then I think they drop the mice in. Yeah. And, like, they seem fine. But also, that's, like, a decent height to drop a mouse from. It's like, oh, that's not great. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know. Then again, I've seen mice jump, like, three feet in the air and land it of their own accord, so. Well, and, like... I had to rewind this a couple times just to, like, make sure that was actually happening. Because I didn't know if they, like, like did one of those things where they dropped something white and then they, like, cut in the mice. Because mm-hmm. as soon as the mice hit the ground, they're, like, moving. Yeah. And they're, like, completely unfazed by this. So that's why I was like, did they? 
I don't know. And then just the the guy that came to clean up the mics <laughs> and calmly put him in the bin. He's like, he's like, oh great, a mouse, and he like scoops it into the pan like he does this every five minutes. Like, he I really love did. This extra. <laughs> and he just like perfectly embodied an employee of a of a movie theater. He did like. That's truly the MVP of the episode because he I is, love him. he nailed that role. I love that extra. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he was so calm about it too. Like some people maybe would be freaking out that there's like a mouse and they have to get it into the bin with the broom, but he legitimately <laughs> was like, I know exactly what to do. Yeah, he's like, block it with the broom, sweep it in. Yep. And then lift it up, throw it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I just <laughs> loved it. Oh, that there was another shot too before that when they're they're coming in like and they go by like the food counter before they get back towards mm-hmm. like the movie theaters, mm-hmm. and this one girl steps down with like the most '90s shoe ever. Oh, the black ones with the white soles. Yes. Oh and, my like, god! Marco calls it out too. He's like, "How does anybody walk in those things? Because it's like the chunky, chunky, yeah. like bottom." Oh my god! I yeah, I saw that too. Oh my god, the shoe. Oh, that delighted me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. I oh. I was I was really worried about the mice though. I wonder what they told the extras to do. Like. If they were like, oh, the mice are just going to run around you, try not to step on them. Or if they were like, be really careful, don't step on the mice. I'm sure they were like, be very careful, don't step on the mice. Yeah. Like, like no one's going to see your heads. Look down and watch the mice. Do not, do not engage. Yeah, but every shot was like, was really, really good. Like, it was clear, like, nobody was getting close to them. But also, it didn't look like anybody was, like, doing any weird Avoiding walking. Them. Yeah. Yeah. They got some good shots. Yeah, they did. Those, wow. Yeah. I was, and like, there's another scene where after the um, employee throws Marco out and (laughs) he goes back inside and Jake's kind of like crawling along the edge of the door. Mm -hmm. I was just like, that mouse is so cute. It's kind of, I just, it's hard to describe what it was doing, but it was kind of like sort of climbing on the edge. And it was, yeah, just and like it kept the... like slipping off a little bit because no! like, it wanted to stay by the wall, but there was the little ledge. And he was it like, was yeah. so fucking cute. I love, and also the like the shot right before that where he just stuck his like little mouse head out the door to the outside. Like, I come, I'll come out here now. Like, it, he was just so cute. <laughs> They were great mouse actors. Oh my god, they were. <laughs> I love mice. <laughs> I know some people are afraid of them, but they're so fucking cute. I can't. They are adorable. Oh. I love them. I do too. And the dogs are so good too. Oh my god, let's talk about the dogs. Yeah, let's I've talk about the dogs. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> okay. So we get the Rottweiler in the road. This dog is huge. I mean, Eric, the guy playing Eric is like 5'5", but like he like hugs that dog and that dog is like bigger than him. This dog is gigantic and it was such a good dog. And I was like, why is the dog in the road? I know it's going to be fine, but but get out of the road, baby. (laughs) This dog did not move a muscle the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) No. Such a good dog. He was such a good dog. He made Eric look so small. (laughs) 
imagine being an actor and it's like, okay, your first scene is to go into the road and hug this dog until yeah, we tell you. And then you we're to gonna stop. crash a car behind you. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Like, oh man. If if this had been if I didn't know that about Book Eric, if I were just watching this TV show completely blind, I would be like, hello, favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> like except for Axe, obviously, but like Obviously. Like, the, literally, the first thing he does is save a dog mm-hmm. and crush a car with his body. I, like, mm-hmm. even I, I hate Eric, but, like, I I loved him in TV show. Like, I kind of love TV show Eric. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what to do. And, like, how bad can he <laughs> fuck up? There's only three episodes left. Yeah. He can't, he can't betray them all. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I didn't, like, I know you felt very strongly about Eric from the beginning because, like, he chose to nope out of the battle. But, like, even just, like, listening to our old episodes, it's like, I never hated Eric until the end, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Man, I was, when I was listening to some of the older ones... I was, like, coming down really hard on Cassie, and I was like, oh, I remember that whole growth. <laughs> we all learned and grew as people. Yeah, it's really weird kind of listening to some of those where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that was a thing I used to think or say. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I came really, I came down really hard on Axe for a lot of it, like, there were a couple books I was very cross with him. Yeah. It's hard in those beginning ones, like before he completely gels with the team and he starts doing some shady shit. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Anyway, dogs. Okay. Yeah, anyways, dogs. dogs. Sorry. Back to dogs. So, how did Marco get Sugar's morph? I, first of all, didn't pay close enough attention to realize that that was sugar again. I think it was sugar. I'm not sure. Huh. Well, then I assume it's just that they hired the same dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe that the sugar's owner just, like, takes her around a lot and, and Marco pet her at some point. I mean, it's she easy to, like... Sugar in the street. Oh... And then let Marco sugar. be the Rottweiler. And then we could be like, where did Marco get a Rottweiler morph? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> then the again, dog- I could... Uh, what? They have the scene where the dogs are running around with the kids. I could oh see in the 90s, they'd be like, don't put the Rottweiler with the kids. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, breed assholes. Oh, my God. Sorry. No, it's... Yeah, it's... The rabies pit bull thing all over again. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck that. Pitbulls are wonderful. Fuck they all of you. Are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So the dogs were running around the playground, and they were very good, and and mm-hmm. and I loved them. Mm-hmm. They're just good dogs. Great dogs. Ten out of ten for the dogs. Best puppers. Best puppies. And okay. I had a little bit of beef. So, like, Jake and Marco are dogs, and they run up to Eric. And Eric's like, oh, hey, puppies, what are you doing? And he reaches over their heads to pet them. And I was like, Eric, no. 
He's an indestructible android. I know, but it's polite to not do that to a dog. (laughs) You're not supposed to reach over a dog's head to pet them, especially if they're a strange dog. He did kneel down, though, which which was nice. I would have pet the shit out of all those dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> they were so good. They were all so Oh, my God. The one scene where the dog went up into, like, the little, like, uh, children's, like, fake window thing and put his paw up on one of the window panes to look <gasps> through it. I was like, he's doing so good. Uh, yeah. Did I ever send you the OK Go music video with the dogs? I don't think so. Okay, remind me to send that to you. Okay. It's like one of my favorite music videos of all time. And I'm going to post it in the Discord as well. Aww. It makes me cry because it's not sad. It's just the dogs are so good. They're just doing such a good job and it makes me sad and happy and crying. Okay, so not the crying like in Marshmallow's video where the dog gets euthanized. Isn't it? Uh, oh, the Marshmallow. The Marshmallow. I want you to be happier. Oh, so. oh, the, the fucking, um, uh, what's that band's name? Bastille. I'm, isn't it? It's Bastille, yeah, right? Isn't it, but isn't it both? Aren't they... Oh, I'm looking it up right happy. now. I want you Marshmallow to be. featuring Bastille. Oh, oh, I didn't know there was another person. Yeah, see, I knew one thing. Yay! It's a music fact. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's terrible, but when I see a song that's by more than one person, my brain just, like, <laughs> takes the first name and then just, like, disregards everything else, which is terrible, but, like... That's I think happens. in this instance you took Bastille because I feel like we both I, know Bastille better than Marshmallow. I, I've never heard of Marshmallow. Marshmallow is literally the dude that whose head is a giant marshmallow that all the kids are on about with the oh the oh like the DJ person yeah yeah oh okay Marsh- okay, okay Marshmallow okay okay no, okay you. yeah okay yeah 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 all right yeah now you know who Marshmallow is I do. I'm glad we covered this. This is important shit for the, for the audience to know. <laughs> I assume Marshmallow is a DJ because only DJs put mascot heads on their heads and, yeah. and do things with music. Yeah. yeah. And I remember Punk. like, yeah, i Def- Well, come on. It was genius. Dead mouse. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? We were talking about dogs. Dogs. Right, right, right. Uh... Yes. And how good they are. They are good. They're the goodest dogs. I think that's all the dog notes I've had. Okay. Uh, Did you have any capuchin monkey notes? I was surprised that Rachel morphed into a monkey. I thought she was going to go lion and just, like, terrorize the place. I thought she was going to go cat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that would have been... You can't get a cat to, like, grab the crystal and... Right. It seems like a little big for it to, like, hold it in its mouth. Right. Like, I get the practicality of the monkey. I also just... I don't understand why they had to morph anything. Like, Eric couldn't... Okay. Yeah, as soon as Eric did his whole, like, distraction thing, I was like, Rachel could have just, like, stood up and gone over and picked it up. 
Yeah, but then we wouldn't get the rebar thing, and that truly yeah. was a crowning achievement of this show. It was so good. It was just such a good effect. And then the tiger, which again, I thought that was a really great use of of a CG shot of the tiger. Like just mm-hmm. throw him in there, let him run at Chapman. Yep. Cut cut back and forth to the reaction to the tiger. Great. Done. Yep. That's all you need. It's all you needed. They did great. Okay. Speaking of Chapman, though. So when the controllers are trying out the the cloaking thing, <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah okay so they conjure up the image of like a playground presumably the playground that we were just at that they probably shot like b-roll of yeah chapman smiles like such a fucking creep before or after he threw a brick into the hologram of the children so he smiles like a creep and then he throws the brick into the yerk pool and it's like why oh and then (laughs) <laughs> when that happened yeah and i don't know why the brick went into the pool either d- they never explained any of this <laughs> i mean so like a little bit later when they're at siberia i think they were talking about like people are gonna go to this what they think is a park and then they're just gonna fall into the yerk pool but why did you need to throw a brick into a tiny yerk pool that i don't know and like how was his aim so good uh yeah <laughs> And then they were talking about, like, things that... Okay, here's what I loved. They started out with, like, oh, my God, yeah, that park is such a great idea. And then they were, like, it could also be, like, a bus. And I'm, like, that's fucking way better. That's a way better plan. (laughs) Get him onto the bus, infest him, let him off the bus. Or it could be a swimming pool. It could be a swimming pool. It It could could be be a a blood drive. It It could be... A puppy so convention. A puppy convention, for sure. <laughs> Since we're on dogs. Comic-Con. Yes. Why would they choose a park? <laughs> I don't know. Because, <laughs> again, they were just at the park and they're like, let's get some footage. <laughs> Here, Okay, so here's the other thing about that. Scott said, I for sure thought that he was going to beam one of the kids with the brick. <laughs> <laughs> And then I went into this thing of like, well, you know, since it's a Pemlite crystal, the technology was there. They absolutely could have done that. And then I was like, oh, wait, but they couldn't have done that in the budget of the show. So never mind. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, yeah. I went into a full-blown like, well, actually. And then I was like, oh, that was that was stupid. The budget won't allow for that. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Kind of a dumb yep. plan, but whatever. I just and the fact that it did that like super cliched like ripples from where the hologram, yeah like if this was an actual convincing hologram it wouldn't ripple because anybody that goes through it it's gonna be like as they, and then yeah. other people behind them will be like don't do that yeah <laughs> although okay so later when the kids do the hologram in the woods and then the controllers come by the controllers Flux. run right through them they do. The kids have a much better hologram. It actually makes them unrunnable intoable. I, uh, <laughs> a group see, of words that are legitimate. See, like, I thought we were going to do, like, invisibility cloak rules where it's like you are you appear invisible, right. but you're still yeah. fucking there. Yeah, that, that makes way more sense. And I absolutely thought we were going to do that. But then yeah. they ran straight through them. <laughs> okay. It's a really good disguise, I guess. I just, you know, in my head... I thought, like, it, it, like my thought process was, well, that doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. And then it was like, 
Well, you know, they probably just had the two shots and they didn't really like plot it out as well as they could have. So it was kind of an accidental thing. And then I was like, what if Axe's technology is just that much better? Mm. Like you like zapped him into Z space real quick or something. Yeah, something like that. Like pulled him into like five minutes prior or something. They gave us a time machine instead of just a hologram machine. Damn. My baby or like so good. separate it. Yeah, like I, I went into this whole thing of like, but what if it was actually a whole other conspiracy theory? Oh, damn. Unnecessary. There's no need <laughs> to get into that, but I started thinking it. I like it. It was open-ended about what exactly happened. <laughs> yep. And then Eric just said, good job, Axe. And he brought the TV with him. He did. I did feel like at the end when he was like, I'm done with TV, I kind of felt like it was like a PSA. It was. Like, children need to stop watching TV in this TV show. They had like three mentions in there. Like, in the, I think it was after the yoga thing, there was like, Uh, or maybe it was. It was. Oh, no. During his. Yeah, during his cooking show, the, the guy was like, next news segment, are kids watching too much TV? Yeah, and then, like, Rachel makes a comment, too, when he's in Siberia, and, like, they walk in, and he says, this thing has 150 channels, yeah. and then he starts doing the finger guns, and Rachel says, that thing's rotting his brain. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then they just left him alone in the court. <laughs> and he was happy about it with I his guess. 150 channels. That's true. Getting HBO. <laughs> so yeah. wonderful. Oh, my God. Speaking of Siberia. There's a moment where, like, a waitress walks by with some food. It's like, every single time I see a plate of food in Siberia, it's, like, four carrot sticks and, like, a Dixie cup full of dip on, like, a shitty green (laughs) transparent plastic plate. It's like, why does all this food look so bad? Like, food presentation (laughs) is a thing. Even, like, the hot dog and hamburgers didn't look good. Like, this is... (laughs) (laughs) oh it's fine (laughs) it's something i know and those taquitos those like microwave taquitos or whatever they were last week oh my god i bet their kitchen is really just like a refrigerator and a microwave (laughs) absolutely (laughs) absolutely it is they're they're like probably their most famous thing is they'll like make you a fuck ton of pizza rolls but like totino's would sue the shit out of animorphs if they had them on the tv show yeah (laughs) have we covered all the axe bits in depth because they're all great think so oh uh first of all sean and boris's chemistry (gasps) off the fucking charts again good yeah so good I genuinely felt after they got Marco out of the dumpster that they just improved the rest of that scene. <laughs> yes. When yes! he just had like oh wrappers all over him. Yeah. They were absolutely yeah, and, like, just like. They were saying like, oh, that's a good look for you. He's like, oh yeah, is it? I think I'll walk out of here with this. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that whole scene was genius. You can tell that they were just like ad-libbing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it was just so that- like that bit and then at the end when like they were messing with the girls like mm-hmm. I we haven't talked much about this bet but it, there was an offshoot of like when the boys were telling the girls about Eric the girls said if you can prove to us that he's like not just the nerdy kid from our math class and you like you know yeah basically if the girls won they're taken to the movie with nachos and drinks and if the boys won they're taken to the movie with popcorn and drinks yeah 
And um, so cut to the end when the boys found out they won. And then the girls started saying, like, I don't know if we actually said that. I, I don't think we yeah. did kind of a thing. No, the tickets and, like, are sold out. Right, tickets are sold out. Bummer. Which was, like, very funny. And their chemistry was good then, too. But then, like, Sean just turns around and, like, pulls Boris into him conspiratorially. Like, yeah. as if they're planning to morph again. Yeah. That scene was so good as well. Like, yeah. they were so good. It was cute. And then... Earlier at Siberia, when the girls were meeting the boys and the boys were going to tell them about Eric, like, they're they're making fun of Marco being put in the dumpster. And, like, <laughs> they're all just, like, giggling amongst themselves. And you could tell it's genuine. And Marco's like, no, 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 shut up. Just listen. And they're all laughing. It was just so cute. And even Boris was, like, cracking yeah. up, too. And it was just so wonderful. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and they had this, like, shot, too. Like, this kind of... In the middle of them cracking up, they, like, cut to a closer shot of Boris's face as he's just, like, cracking. And it was just so, like, joyous. It was, yeah. like, it was wonderful. Aww. Oh, oh nice. so good. It was so, so good. It was great. I I was a little bit annoyed because, again, the girls were doing the whole, like, oh, the boys saw something and the girls don't believe them. And the girls are trying to tell them that they're crazy or they're going through a midlife crisis. And... I don't know. I was a little bothered by that still, but. Yeah. But it was. Yeah, like, the girls were okay in this. Like, they didn't, they didn't really, they were in it a lot, but, like, they weren't in any of the real, like, action scenes other than Rachel stealing the crystal. Well, Eric brought them to the warehouse to, like, look at the testing of the. Yeah, but they didn't, like, do anything. They, like, yeah. they were there for, like, two minutes, and then they left. And it was mostly about Chapman throwing a brick through a hologram. <laughs> Chapman throwing shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't like putting the girls in the backseat like this. Yeah, especially Nadia. Because, like, Rachel's getting to do some stuff, at least. But, yeah. But, like, Nadia hasn't done anything in, like, yeah. many, many episodes for at really this point. a really long time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss that, like, girl power thing that they had in the one where Marco and Jake get launched yes. into space. Yes! Where they go rampaging through the warehouse. That was so yeah. good. It was so much fun. And now they're just being relegated to being, like, I don't know. I just don't like it. Don't like yeah. it. But their friendship is, is very, like, you can feel it. Like, you can feel the whole cast just, like, gets along really well. Yeah, and, like, especially at the end when they have to do a scene that, like, I think conventionally is super awkward where they, like, kind of dogpile and then, like, Mm -hmm. all, like, run out after each other like they're fighting. But, like, it's cheesy and you can tell it's kind of awkward to, like, stage physically. Yeah, yeah, But it's not awkward between any of the cast. Like, they're all having fun doing it, which, like, sold it to me. And then, of course, Marco grabbed his jacket before he followed the rest of the kids out. (laughs) There has to be a jacket, though. There has to be a jacket. It is jacket season and Gap needs to sell. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (sighs) So good. So good. And then Axe (laughs) going out to either his goat friend or to groom himself. (laughs) Oh, my God. I have a headcanon where Axe just, like, sits and, like, like brushes the goat and then he's and then he kind of looks at the brush and he starts like brushing his hair <laughs> and then like slowly over time he's like i wonder what happens if i brush my andalite coat oh that feels really good <laughs> maybe it's like a fleet comb or something like it's it definitely looks like a shedding tool yeah comb. oh like his fur gets too thick 
Yeah, and he oh. has to to brush out the mats. <gasps> That's so cute. Or maybe like <laughs> if he can't like reach like the back of his leg or something, he's like, Tobias, can you morph into a human and just like like brush my my leg for me or something? <laughs> like if Tobias got back and like they're in the woods together, and Tobias is like, Hey, I can morph back to my human self again, and <laughs> like, X is like, Great, this is wonderful news. <laughs> Let me get my brush. <laughs> Tobias brushes axe and they talk about people. I don't know, like like when girls like have sleepovers and they talk about and brush each other's hair. And... Something that I've never had happen in real life. But you never had anyone brush your hair? Not in a like sleepover situation. No, yeah, no, we didn't. Not really. Yeah, we didn't really do hair stuff. We mostly did like bad witchcraft and stuff. <laughs> 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 like ate bad candy and like. Yeah, we would, we would, we would eat a lot of junk, but then we'd stay up late and find all the the porn channels that came in shitty, and then call the numbers and hang up on them, like say terrible (laughs) shit to them, and then hang up. Oh my god! (laughs) You know, like the classic jokes, like you know, we do we'd start with like the is your refrigerator runny, but then just turn into like horrible shit afterwards. Then hang up. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, we we did witchcraft and like we tried to like move shit with our minds, and we had this thing. Oh where yeah, if we sure. like touch the wall of like we'd stand in the bathtub and we touch the wall and spin around, and we'd like go to like a magical like world or some shit, and then um, we talked about Lord of the Rings and everybody we had a crush on in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Solid. I feel like. I didn't do any of those. Like, I'd get into trouble, sure. Everything I'm thinking of is, like, I would get into trouble. (laughs) Oh, no. I laid in the street once at, like, one in the morning. Yeah? Yeah. We were were just hanging out at a friend's house, and he's like, let's go lay in the road. And I was like, that seems dangerous! But we did it, and it was cool. Yeah, it is cool when there are no cars coming. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. We used to do roofs a lot, climb on a lot of roofs and lay on a lot of roofs. Oh, I don't think I've ever done that. We did, We actually, somewhat recently, this was probably just a year or two ago, we went over to a friend's house and it's like a friend of Scott's that actually has like three young children now and we all got drunk and went and sat up on the roof and drank in their neighborhood. Oh. And we're like... This would be like imagining when we were children, like our parents climbing on the roof and drinking. <laughs> like, it it seems weird. <laughs> I mean, like, was it an accessible roof? Somewhat. It's just a thing, like, with Scott's friends. If you get drunk with them, like, someone's climbing on the roof. It oh. even happened at our house, like, for the 4th of July party. Oh, no. You were there for that. I didn't know someone went up on the roof. Of course, I can't. Yeah, there's like three three people. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't feel like drinking in roofs is a good combination, though. So far, no one's died. Well, okay. I am pretty good at climbing a ladder when I'm drunk. I'm not adventurous enough for that. I think. <laughs> oh. You mean you're not stupid enough for that? I just, you know, I just, I don't know. Let's see. Eric's trash can. 
I, you know, another thing I didn't really get, I mean, I guess for the plot, sure. But like Rachel grabs the crystal and she's free and clear running with the crystal. And then she says, someone help me. And Jake's like, gotcha, cuz. And like does his tiger morph. But like she was getting away. She didn't need help. But she's a woman. She can't do anything without a man's help. Yeah, I think that's all I have. Other than Eric said repeatedly he could not touch the crystal. And then he touched the crystal and he was fine. (laughs) Yeah, and I didn't really. And then he said something like, yeah, I I think I'm okay, but I wouldn't do it again. And it's like nothing happened. (laughs) Yeah, like your hologram flashed for a second when, you know, nobody important was around to see it. Like, what's the fucking big deal? Yeah. I mean, I think right. I think that's all I have. I'm just really relieved that that <laughs> this was not a repeat from last week. <laughs> there was no Tom, thank God. I'm just glad Tom's finally dead. <laughs> <laughs> he got crushed in a tunnel under some rocks. That's right. And nobody's mourning his death. <laughs> oh, not even his own brother Jake. God no. Jake knew what a shithead he was. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking. Oh, Jake, your brother might be dead down there. Well, at least my parents don't have to have twins. <laughs> it's funny because Sean's a twin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't. That didn't even fucking occur to me. <laughs> oh, that is funny. I was going to make that joke last week, but I decided to throw a temper tantrum instead. <laughs> God. I'm just really glad that we both enjoyed this episode so much. Me too. Oh, well. Anyways, uh, shall we rate children? (laughs) How did you like Jake? I I loved Jake. He was too loved. He seemed really just so happy this whole episode. Even when he was like, ah, yeah. oh, tickets are sold out. Marco, ha, ha, ha. He was supposed yeah. to be bombed. He was just so like, whatever, man. It's cool. And I loved his little, like, ashamed but not ashamed look when the girls were like, you can't morph to get in the theater. That's against the rules. <laughs> and he was kind of like, yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, but I'm kind of the leader, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> is it against the rules? Yeah. I make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Delightful. Is Marco's idea. Is Marco. Marco started. it. Yep. yep. So five. Yeah, obviously. Of course. Obviously. Of course. All right. What do we think of Rachel? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, she was great. And I, okay, I really liked when... Eric and Jake and Rachel were waiting to move in on the crystal. And Eric was like, oh, by the way, I'm programmed for peace. I can't fight anyone. And they're like, what the fuck? And and Rachel was basically like, well, I'm going to go get the crystal now. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And that was like the most Rachel moment we've had for a while. And I really liked that. Yeah, that, that kind of was. Like, she... They're like, okay, let's go do this. And, like, Jake and Eric didn't move at all. And Rachel, like, crouched down ready to go. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah. I miss Rachel. (laughs) I, too, miss Rachel. I did not like Freak Out Rachel. No. No. Hated Freak Out Rachel. (laughs) Oh, my God. Daddy. Morphing is so scary. 
All right. Anyway. Moving right along. Yes. Fives. <laughs> Fives, obviously. Uh, Tobias wasn't in this episode, so... Christopher, 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 Christopher. Christopher, 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 Christopher. So we'll move along to Cassie, Nadia. <laughs> I, the other point I remembered was that after Eric picked up Marco by the collar, there's, he just cut to Cassie's face and she's just fucking delighted. <laughs> she's crazy so much. <laughs> I'm like I've started to watch her face like whenever um whenever like Paolo does something. <laughs> After Eric just hoisted Marco into the air, she was just like jazzed. I love that. So now that you've said that, that reminded me of another thing that she did, which was the slow smile when she walks into the barn and finds Axe doing yoga. <laughs> Where she's just like, I will not laugh at him for this. I will not laugh at him for this. But she has this like, what the fuck is going on here? Smile on her face. And it was just delightful. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and then she was like, like mothering him a little bit. She's like, Axe, you can't watch too much TV. It's bad for you. <laughs> and he's, what did he say to her? Like something like, how can it be bad for me when there's so much of it or something? Like... <laughs> Something oh, insane. Oh. He said, like, I think he said, how can I be watching too much TV when I only get five stations or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was so mad. She, like, tried to take the TV away. And he was like, wait, no, Cassie, no, I need that. You're like, off my, my TV. <laughs> yeah. When she turns off the channel and he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> He's so mad about his tiny TV. Anyway, this is not a praise axe moment. This is a Nadia time. <laughs> it's it's almost praise axe time. We we have to give Nadia fives and then move on yes, to Boris true. slash that's Marco. True. Yeah. Oh. So let's do it, Boris slash Marco. Oh my gosh. He's just, I just. <laughs> uh, in the dumpster again. Why does he always end up in the dumpster? I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> no, he did a really great job, as usual. As usual. He was he was delightful. <laughs> and, like, I, I've never... I think this is the first episode where I genuinely believe that he has, like, fully cracked during a scene. Yeah. I... And that that's what they put up there. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's usually, like, so professional. And this is just delightful. Yeah. Like, he's professional, but he can play within the space of what Marco is. Mm-hmm. But this time he actually, like, started cracking up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> so, obviously, fives. Yeah. And now it's praise Paolo time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically this entire episode. There's nothing wrong with that. He was so amazing. He could do voice acting. I wonder if he's ever done voice acting. Because he I'm could sure do it. he has. He could fucking do it so good. He can do anything. He can't. He really like it. Like you said, the deep, deep yoga voice surprised me. And then also, <laughs> um, the like Texas TV salesman took me by surprise yeah. too. Like that one took me a second. I just. Like, all of his voices were so... He did, like, a game show host, and... Oh, yeah. And then the the baseball announcer, yeah. too. They were all so good. Oh, my God. You know, I kind of wonder... So, like, 
like this is obviously a little bit from from the the cow book with the, these messages but mm-hmm. i kind of wonder if paulo one day was just like ad-libbing and like or like backstage somewhere just like doing different voices and somebody walked by and was like hey that's really funny you should do that on the show <laughs> Oh man, and he had already read the cow book and he was like, Yes, yes. It's my time. My Animorphs agenda will be <laughs> realized. Uh. It's just such... Well, and like, uh, the only other thing I've seen him in, which is The Expanse, he has like a normal sort of man voice. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he like went from this like deep voice in here back to his kind of like nasally sort of high pitched voice as acts like it was and like knowing what he actually sounds like it's just like there's so much going on. I have no fucking idea what he normally sounds like. I mean, he's not quite as deep as the deep voice, but like he sounded he's like a little bit deeper on the register. I think I don't know. Maybe I'll find. Well, I mean that makes sense. I yeah. feel like he's really putting on like a. Like, oh, like alien voice. Yeah, but... he's really kind of airy as Axe. Like, it's def. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to describe. <laughs> Maybe I'll find a, a snippet from the Expanse and send it to you. I feel like, yeah, I could just YouTube this. Or, like, just any interview with him talking, I'm sure. Would be. <laughs> yeah, that's something I didn't think about, for sure. Uh... Vocal magic and physical, physical acting magic. That's all. He's so, like,. I feel like he's just so aware of his body at all times and just like gives off like little clues at all times. Oh my god. <laughs> he's done all those like acting exercises where you have to like wander around the stage for 30 minutes pretending to be an animal or something. Like he's done oh god. all of that improv shit before. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> I really want them to bring him back for the Animorphs movie as something. I don't care what. Just put him in there. Oh, my God. He would. I would love to see him in a role that's like actually real. Like maybe like Myrtle. Mm. Like totally mm-hmm. different from what he is now. Other than, of course, being an Andalite. But like a significant role. But like he's not in there for a long time. Yeah. Do you think he could be Elfangor? Or does he not have, See, like- I... I thought about that, but, like, I don't know. Elfangor is such, like, a huge, like, mythical part of the series. Like, he's... Paulo's mythical! I mean, Paulo is mythical, but, like, I wouldn't... We wouldn't get any funny, goofy stuff from him. That's true, that's true. It'd be kind of a waste. Hmm. Yeah, and, like, we won't necessarily get that with, with Myrtle either, but, like, he could at least play with it a little bit. Myrtle's so sad, though. He's just like, I'm captured. Don't come for me. That's, I mean, that's because he is ashamed. He is ashamed. He has no reason to be ashamed. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he could be like Mr. King or something. I don't know. He could be anybody. Mr. King's pretty goofy. The first time they meet him, he's just eating pretzel sticks on the couch. (laughs) Wrestling Rachel as a bear. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so that would be that would be a great role, oh actually. <laughs> and Mr. King's not nearly as shitty as Eric is. No, not at all. So. I like Mr. King a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. And then it's just Paulo and like goddamn 40 dogs. <laughs> yes, that's my dream. <laughs> that's all I want out of life. 
Oh. Yep, that's my new happy place. There we go. We found it. Oh my god. So yeah, that's unless we want to also rate Eric slash Dove. No, I don't. I don't want to rate him because I hate him so much in the book. <laughs> I mean, can we rate? Can we rate specifically TV show Eric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. Okay, so this is my asterisk. This is only for TV show Eric, not at all for book Eric. But yeah, I'll still give him a five. I really liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was delightful. And he kind of looked like a puppy. He had kind of a puppy he, face. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what they were casting for when they got him, but he does have kind of a puppy face. He does. I thought the exact same thing, especially when they did like a few close-ups, like on just his eyes. And I'm like, oh, he's got like puppy dog eyes. Yeah, and his hair kind of reminds me of like like uh like a cocker spaniel or something. I don't know. Yeah, just, like he just kind of exudes the 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 dog sort of aspect yeah. of Eric. And whatever they dressed him up in, he somehow <laughs> pulled it off. <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> He's not my headcanon of Eric. Like, he's not what I pictured Eric looking like. But I I think he's a really good interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's, like, weird, too, because, like, I know what the guy who, like, won the contest and was Eric looks like. Because he's in the Animorphs Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So I know what he looks like, too. So now I'm like, oh, what what do I, which Eric? (laughs) Which one is the right Eric? (laughs) Which Eric is the Eric? <laughs> the the chi body is not what I pictured at all. That was the best decision was just not really showing it. Yeah, like kind of because everything we saw was like, oh, that's not right. But then it was like, well, we didn't even really see it, so we can retcon all of this later. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get the fuck out of here? I suppose we should. All right. Well, if you want to email me about how TV show Eric is so much better than book Eric, <laughs> you can do that at anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com or on the Facebook group, which is just Animorphs Anonymous or the super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites, just facebook.com slash group slash Animorphs Anonymous. You can tweet me at Animorphs Anon or Instagram me at Animorphs Anonymous. Or you can say screw it to all of that. And you can just come talk to Alex and me directly, along with a bunch of other Animorphs fans on our magical, amazing Discord server. Um, although you will have to contact us through one of our socials to get the link to that. Or you can hang out in the Andalite Bandalites page. Sometimes we post it in there. You should come join us. It's a good time. We have lots of different channels that are both Animorphs related and not Animorphs related. So there's something for everyone. Yes, we just recently added a plants one. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And it has the most amazing name. (laughs) I was delighted by that addition. (laughs) It's also the fastest way to talk to KCRI because it is hard for me to keep track of all the social medias because I manage more than just Animorph stuff. (gasps) So it's hard for me to keep track of all seven of them. So... Discord is the best place to be able to talk to me in somewhat real time. Come hang with us. Yes. What if I hate hanging out and I only want to read a comic by myself? 
<laughs> Very aggressive. <laughs> um, if you would like to aggressively read a cute um, comic that I make and draw, I don't know if it's cute. I try to make it cute. Um, it is a it is a romance, and it's about music. And it takes place in the early two thousands. And it is called Beside You, and you can go read that for free at bsideyoucomic.com, or if you want to read it for not free and throw me a couple dollars and, and be a patron of mine, I have a Patreon, and you can check out early pages. I'm several months ahead in the backlog, and and if you want to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash kcdstudios. Um, at the very least, read it for free. It's it's online, and I make and draw it, and you should check it out, please. You should. And you should definitely become a patron, because then Casey can look at her guitar case that will have fives of dollars in it, which is also a page you can see if you become a patron. <laughs> Come look at the, at the actual photos of dollar bills that I just superimposed at first. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> sometimes i tell you how i how i do things yes <sighs> anyway and then you get pages early yes and it's great yes read things i don't want to Please. read that though i want to learn more oh. about that everyone's favorite superhero boy Superboy. <gasps> you mean super boy superb boy <laughs> Superb boy. Yes. How do I learn about him and listen to voices talk about his adventures? Oh, well, if you'd like to find out about the adventures of the kid from the 90s, uh, then you can check out this other podcast called From Cadmus to Crisis, a Superboy podcast. And that is where our friends David and Drew from All Turnamorphs 2 and Megamorphs 2 in the Time of the Dinosaurs talk about Superboy, and also I have somehow managed to get on it. Last week I claimed it was through violence, and this week my <laughs> lawyer has said I can neither confirm nor deny that. So I'll just leave you hanging. But I will say that if you don't know anything about Superboy and just want to check out that podcast for fun because I keep telling you to. There's two recently that we posted that are great for that. One is the Christmas episode where we did an Alpha Centurion episode that was very fun. And then the Superboy annual number three just came out. And that one is Superboy, but unrelated to any of the plot that we read at any other time. Yay. So a great one to listen to. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, come check out Superboy. Please, because it's really fun, and I get to do things in different goofy voices, and I feel like it's somehow leaked into this podcast on occasion <laughs> now, where like we'll be talking about something, and all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, creepy, oh. and then I'm like, stop, this isn't Superboy, you have to stop. <laughs> there could be some crossover, it's fine. I thought when you said goofy voices, you meant like, oh, yuck, like, wake <laughs> oh, me God. Up. I can't wake uh, up. Uh, Save me. Wake me up inside. Oh, God. That's just reminding me how much I hate the Goofy movie. <gasps> I, I'm sorry. What? I just, I hate it. What? I just hate how it so I much. I not know this about you. I don't know. Oh, my God. 
How can you hate the Goofy I'm movie? I'm sorry. I just hate the Goofy what? movie. Explain. I just, I don't, I just don't like, like, Disney characters. Like, I don't like Goofy or Pluto or the weird fat oh cat man. I, is he Bulldog? I don't, I don't like Mickey. I don't like Minnie. I don't like Donald. I just don't like it. I don't like any of them except Goofy. I don't even like Goofy. I hate, okay. I hate all of them. I'm sorry. Oh, I just don't no. like that IP. No. I just that's, don't. That's totally fine. That's. <laughs> that's. I'm sorry. No, no, do not. I, was, I never knew you didn't like the Goofy movie. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's amusing. I just think it's stupid. And I don't. Like <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is all <laughs> fine. And it's like just his teenage son. He can't fuck. Why is he on a mission to find a girl? <laughs> he can't fuck. Shell. It's time to end. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you so much for watching. Goodbye.